What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. This is a daily show, if you didn't already know, right? Daily meaning I drop a new episode every single day. It never gets old. You'll never get tired here. Woo! Do not forget, y'all. You can also watch me. If you are listening on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and you can get you a two-for-one baby visual daily show. I got to say it every day because I really need the world to know that I am doing that motherfucker. Honestly, fuck the world. I really need to continuously remind myself that I am doing that motherfucker. Okay, you guys. It's July 1st. Woo woo. Toot toot. Let's um, dive into the fucking show. I had a very stressful day today, you guys. As great as I look right now. And we got to get into the look. But I had a very stressful day. First things first, um, I had no idea what the fuck an emissions test was. Like, I thought an emissions test and an inspection test were the same thing. And I'm making a reference to my car for those of you guys that maybe live in a state that doesn't require emissions. Or maybe for those of you that do not drive, you do have to get your emissions every two years in order to renew your registration. If I'm not mistaken, just learned all that stuff today. So, there is that, right? So, I was literally... Um, scrambling around today to try to figure that out. It was just stressful not knowing. And I was like, I want to call my dad. Like, I, I asked my brother. My brother's response to everything is always, I don't know, just look it up. And it's like, damn, the reason I'm asking is because I looked it up and it was still unclear. And I didn't want to call my mom because she was at work and I didn't want to bother her. But my dad would have definitely answered all of my questions no matter what. So RIP to a real nigga. And RIP to my childhood because I have hit adulthood and I hate it so much. Every time I'm introduced to something new about adulthood, I question why I care to become an adult. But God is good. I've made it this far. I was just stressed, y'all. I was waiting in line for emissions test. It was hot. I turned off my car. I was like, I don't want to use it on my gas. I'm starting it. Y'all know, initially, I'm like, I don't care how much gas costs, but girl, it costs a lot. Speaking of gas, this pissed me off, too. So I'm going to fill up my gas tank. I had $15 in cash. So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and put this cash on my gas tank. And I was going to use my card for the rest. So I go to the cashier in the um, fucking gas station. And I'm like, here, can I put 15 or 16? However much I have, can I put it on pump six? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then the other person in there is like $16. That's like $2. Like, mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Because what you don't know is I'm about to go add more to it. Men be gossiping. Men be gossiping and be talking shit. Mind your business. To all the gossipers, mind your fucking business. All right. So, yeah, the emissions joint had me stressed out because it was just hot. I'm waiting in line, stretched out, trying to figure out what exactly do I do. You know, I'm hitting up Ashley. I'm hitting up Brianna. Shout out to both of them. They helped me to figure out what needed to be done. But the reason I didn't know is because when I purchased the car, the emissions was already done. And it's been two years since having the car. So, this is my first time doing it. And I was just really confused. <sighs> Life is so hard. Now, let's get into the look. Today um, is the first day that I haven't, like, worn my hair slicked down for real. And it's taking me back to them TWA days. If you've never been in natural world and you don't know what a TWA is, or maybe you do, TWA stands for teeny weeny afro. As cute as it sounds, I can honestly say that this is my least favorite. Is this really TWA? This isn't really given TWA, but it reminds me of a TWA. TWA is when you're at that awkward stage where your hair isn't long enough to do a, like a full-blown afro and it's not short enough to really just feel like you can wash and go right 
So the hair is definitely growing. I need to get a haircut. But besides all that, I honestly hate hated the TWA phase. I can't wait to get a haircut and re-bleach and re-all that. But until I can, um, I'm surprised that I actually like this. This isn't TWA. This is more so just like hair going back. But it took me back to TWA. And I really didn't like the TWA phase. My hair is such a big part of my identity. I got to move away from that. I have always felt like if my hair doesn't give, I don't give. And that's sad because who told me my hair don't give? Now, I'm not saying TWAs don't give. I think it was just, I like, I'm telling you, the least amount of hair possible for me or the bigger, the better. So that middle stage is just too awkward for me. And I just didn't, I couldn't do it. But at the same time, all stages of Afros are beautiful. All of our hair is beautiful. We are beautiful. I understand that for sure. Okay, you guys, should we get into some music? Music dropped, hot shit. Cardi B, Lil Durk, Kanye West, in that order. That's how the um, lineup was presented. Hot shit wasn't given for me. It was boring. I listened to it three times. I was like, Constance, give it a second. Don't judge it right off the bat. First time I heard it, I was like, okay. Second time I heard it, I was like, okay. Third time I heard it, I was like, okay. I actually stopped mid middle of the song the third time, and I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. Um, shout out to all the creatives that were on the song, but it's, the song wasn't given. Hot shit. More like shit and never released it. Okay, um, I wasn't feeling it at all. I think Dirk wrote the track real well. Kanye, I want to say I fuck with it because it's Kanye, but I didn't really fuck with it. And then Cardi B, it was just like, to me, I think it'll do what it needs to do for the platforms that go hard with the music tiktok instagram reels i'm sure some of them will pick it up but i'm not picking it up and listen to it listening to it again what else good love city girls and usher i think that was a banger usher can sing honey and i think we all knew usher could sing but i was reminded that usher could sing during the tiny desk performance i have never watched a tiny desk performance but i listened to ushers and usher sang beautifully absolutely beautifully it wasn't given you know how like verses the last verses exposed who really can't sing or who can't sing anymore yeah usher said that ain't my business that ain't my beef because honey i could sing he was given he was definitely given i loved it shout out to usher because you still got it in you okay um last but not least before we get into word association I tried to take a nap today. I was so stressed, right? I told you, adulting really had me stressed. I'm like, I'm coming home and it was hot. I was, I had a headache. I needed to do my hair. I ran out of jail. That's really why I'm rocking my hair like this. I ran out of jail. And I was like, let me take a nap. So I'm rocking and rolling in my bed and I cannot fall asleep. I read something the other day and it was like, sleeping is the only activity in life where you have to pretend to do something in order to actually do it. And yeah, you really do have to pretend to be sleeping in order to sleep. And I'm just sleeping. I'm trying to sleep. So my eyes are closed and the nap is not kicking in. And I'm like, damn, what a girl got to do to fall the fuck asleep. So I didn't really get a nap, but it was good to close my eyes and relax and chill and not look at a, at a screen or anything like that. I woke up and I got to editing today's month vlog or last month's month vlog. Yeah, I'm a little behind on my schedule today. My July month vlog drops. Oh, I keep saying July. My June month vlog drops today. Okay, I vlog my life. I upload it to my personal YouTube channel, Black Mocha. You guys can keep up with me there. I love it. It's cool. If you're not recording your life, you probably should. And I'm not saying uploading it to YouTube. You can keep your own memories. And if that's you using Snapchat or Instagram stories, whatever, your close friends, whatever, just keeping track of your life and keeping up with your stuff. Nowadays, I don't, um, I don't like 
print out photos or anything like that. So the only way that I can have these memories to recap on is throughout my vlog. So the vlog is helpful. I love being able to keep up with myself and watch what I did last month and the month before, maybe a year ago, you know. Um, I haven't been actively vlogging at, like, I haven't actively vlogged my whole life up until recently, but I'm so glad that I started it. I'm going to go strong for the remainder of the month and see if that's something that I still want to do. But I, I, I can dig it. I was watching the, the clips and I was just in love and laughing and just, I loved it. It was good to see what I've done this month and what I did last month and just see the change in energy and just see the growth. So if you guys want to see that again, make sure you are subscribed to Black Mocha. The link will be in the description box below. My month's vlogs are always in the description box below. I don't know if y'all read the descriptions. You should because pertinent information is always listed in the description box of my stuff. But um, child, without further ado, that was that's what was on my motherfucking. That's what happened today. I did laundry. I got to fold the laundry. How long does it take y'all to get to laundry after you've washed the laundry? I'm not the kind of person that can lay that shit on my bed and not do it. Once it touches my bed, it's getting done. So if I don't put it on the bed, that means I don't have intentions of getting right to it. It could stay in that laundry hamper for a day or two. Um, I never understood how people could put the clothes on the laundry and then put the laundry on the bed and then fall asleep with all that junk right there. Like, I'm a tosser and a turner. I need my space. I told y'all I was rocking and rolling in the bed. That's really how I sleep. I rock and I roll and I sleep diagonal. I need space. I can't share the bed with no damn clothes. Um, really quickly, we were talking about... Dallas line Constantine one, by the way. Y'all just saw the mic wobble. Y'all know what to do. Um, we were talking about memories. I have a question. What do y'all think about friends that don't take y'all pictures? Is this is that hating behavior to you? Comment that down below. I came across a post a while ago and it said something along the lines of um something along the lines of like you're a hater if or don't be a hater, take pictures of your friends. Now it may have just been verbiage that they decided to use but I personally don't take offense if my friends don't want to take pictures because I realize not everybody is a picture girl not everybody takes the pictures not everybody likes to be captured in a photo so I don't take offense to it I don't think my friends are any less of a good friend if they don't want to take the pictures um I will always take my friends pictures as many pictures as they want and I think that they take as many pictures of me too the ones that don't take as many pictures just get tired because I'm so picky about my pictures. So I get it. They take the pictures that they want. But I don't think it's a big deal if your friend doesn't want to. Okay, let me take it back. Your friend should take a picture of you. And they shouldn't be like, yeah, your friend should take a picture of you. But like one, two, three, four, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got to flick you up forever. But if you ask your friend to take a picture and your friend is like, I'm not taking that picture. I'm like, damn, bitch, you raggedy bitch. My friend has never really done that. Have they did that? I've had some friends that have like, oh, I don't want to take the picture. And I think they don't want to take it mostly because they know I'm going to ask for multiple pictures. But they will take the picture and I'll just get a short amount of time to take a picture. Like my family is like that too. They're like, Constance, you can't, I'm not doing this the whole day. Like you get your few pictures. So um, I guess I changed my stance. More so, I just don't think you're a hater if you won't take all the pictures that I need. I don't even think you're a hater for real, for real. Unless you say some shady shit when I ask you to take the picture, you know? I wanted to know y'all's take on that. Um, let's get into the bowl. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Do it. Let's get into it. Boom, boom, bigger, boom, boo it, ooh it. Bitch, you see that tweet real quick, though. I have one in my hand, but I wanted to talk about this. I'm not going to put it on the screen just because it was outrageous. There was a tweet of somebody 
they posted a video of their ring camera. Y'all know what the ring cameras are. Everybody has a ring camera nowadays, and most people do. It's a surveillance camera that you can use to capture whatever's going on outside your house, right? There was a video of a nigga in a wheelchair fucking a girl outside of someone's apartment door, and the ring camera caught it. This is a little bit... What I'm going to say might be ignorant. I want to catch it, but I'm also just going to say it. I didn't know that if you were handicapped, you could have sex. I thought, I always questioned, like, how does the relationship with handicapped people work? And I only say that because I used to watch Degrassi growing up. And when Jimmy Brooks, the character, got shot, he couldn't get his, you know, he couldn't erect, like, like have an erection. So I just assumed that they're translated for everybody. He was paralyzed from the waist down. So, again, I just assumed if you're paralyzed from the waist down, if you're in, I guess if you're in a wheelchair, it doesn't mean you're paralyzed from the waist down. I don't know. But the nigga was fucking a girl in a wheelchair. That was crazy. I can't believe they were doing it in a motherfucking hallway, getting it in. Is there an appropriate place to have sex? What do y'all think? I, mm, that was wild. Outside isn't wild, but outside of someone's apartment door is very wild, especially because you can see the ring camera. They must not have given a fuck. Also, it's like, how close are y'all to one of y'all's houses? Like, going ahead and roll into your house and finish the do. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy, yo. It was crazy. I was like, get it if you got to get it, but I don't think y'all should have got it right here. What's the craziest place y'all have had sex? Link it down below. I was watching a video one time. Not link it down below. Comment down below. What is the craziest place that you have had sex? I want to know. Let me know in the comments, okay? I was watching a video one time, and this girl said she had sex in a public bathroom. Like, you know how I feel about a public bathroom. And then when you having sex, your mouth is all... <sighs> your mouth shouldn't be open like that in a public bathroom. That's one of those things you have to keep to yourself. Yes. Craziest place I've done it is outside. But not it was not in front of somebody's apartment complex. And that's all I'm going to tell y'all, because that's all y'all needs to know. The girl used to be freaky, honey. Is that freaky? I don't know. We in a bowl. Remember, I picked one out. Oh, I picked two. I'm going to put one back in. And before I read it, we're going to run a brief intermission. And then we'll come back. And then we'll get into the bow. So let's get into it. Let's run a brief intermission. Boom. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right. 240-587-3186. Call in. Leave me a voicemail. And I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. Thank you for your patience. Here I have Lace Wigs. Wow, I started off saying niggas be gossiping. Niggas be gossiping. I came across a um, Instagram clip, like an Instagram reel of... A clip from the After Zardy. The After Zardy is a podcast I like to tap into. Shout out to the After Zardy. Y'all got to check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. Funny, just random conversations. Anyways, the clip was um, three guys talking about how they do be looking at girls' lace. Lace wigs, right? And I heard it and it just made me laugh so hard because niggas do be looking at lace. I remember one time I was at a concert and for me, I'm I'm short. I'm five foot, like five foot one. So everyone is definitely looking down on me for the most part, right? And so I went to a concert. I was at Something in the Water. And one thing about being small is you have the privilege of being able to maneuver in and out throughout the crowds, no problem. So I'm maneuvering through a crowd. And I'm walking past these guys. And I hear them say, it's so many screen doors. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what he said. It's so many screen doors tonight. 
The nigga said that. Now, if y'all know niggas be calling lace wigs, screen doors, lace screen doors. And I already knew my lace was showing. I have seen past Snapchat videos and I'm like, girl, your lace was out there. So, yes, um, they were talking about my screen door. Niggas be talking. They be looking at the lace. I don't give a fuck, though. The reality of it is, bitch, lace is lace. I'm going to keep that real and 100 and honest. I won't cap. Sometimes if I see lace, I'm like, damn, she probably should have blended that in a little bit more. But I don't really think too much of it because at the same time, bitch, my my lace don't be blended all the way in. When I step out, I'll be like, this is just not giving. Like, I, I told y'all, my hair is my identity, right? I will literally hate the whole look if the wig, if the lace is just not blended in. Like, I get it's an illusion, and I get that it is lace, and it'll show sometimes, but bitch, sometimes my shit been just slapped the fuck on my head, and it was looking like it was just slapped the fuck on my head. My girlfriend will always tell me, she's like, girl, it is not blended in. Shout out to you, girl. But um, at the end of the day, lace sucks. Y'all know I absolutely hate wigs. I don't know when I will put a wig back on. I contemplated throwing my wigs away the other day when I was cleaning out my closet, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep them just in case. I feel like when it came to wigs, my preference was always closure wigs because... I could never figure out how to lay down a motherfucking lace front. I don't care how much I tried. I don't care how many YouTube videos I watched. That motherfucker would not stick down. Like, I I don't know if it was because, like, I sweat a lot around this area or, like, maybe there was a lot of dirt and buildup. I would follow all of the videos and I still couldn't lay that motherfucker the way I wanted to. Even when I would go and get it professionally installed. And I would go to, like, some of the best in the DMV. And the lace would begin lifting immediately so I just couldn't get with the lace fronts they're so cute some people rock them amazingly some people install them amazingly I understand why you would rock a lace front but for me like a full lace not a full lace wig just a frontal is not for me I was a closure girl because like I said I slapped that motherfucker on I ain't never been a person to glue down a wig and ain't no shame in me not ever gluing down a wig bitch I slap it on and I keep it moving and the closure makes me feel good enough to slap that motherfucker on because at this point everybody knows ain't nothing too like ain't nothing really going on with a closure like I never really wore the closure to try to give an illusion I wore the closure because it was just the easiest thing to slap on at the end of the day lace wigs are such a headache and so I'm so blessed to have this short hair and to feel comfortable in my short hair because it just gives me a reason to not have to pop a wig on. What's y'all favorite hairstyle? You know, black women, what's y'all favorite hairstyle? Y'all like braids? Y'all like wigs? Y'all like y'all natural hair? Y'all like it short? Y'all like the afro? Y'all like twist outs? What's y'all, what's your favorite style to rock? Um, Right now, it's definitely short. And wigs, just fuck lace, man. I kind of wish it would go back. I kind of wish lace never existed and it was just the leave outs. But lace did protect from the leave outs. It's all weave is just one hell of a damn game. So let me get back to it. There's no shame if your shit ain't seamless because that shit is hard and bitch. At the end of the day, I have already accepted that I'm putting this wig on to put on a motherfucking wig. Not to make you think it's my hair. And if you think it's my hair, kudos to me or whoever installed it. And if you don't, bitch, get the fuck up out of my hair and mind your damn business. Okay, we back in the bowl. I can't believe them niggas was like, it's so many screen doors. Like, why y'all worried about my screen door? And y'all got, it's a concert. Look up and enjoy the show. Why you looking down? And why you looking so hard? Okay. We back in the bowl. Ooh, I put out creator's block. What do you guys do when you have creator's block? Comment down below because I know everybody gets to creator's block differently. Before I was creating podcasts, if I hit creator's block, I will honestly stop creating and give myself time to recoup. I feel like as a creative, honestly, no matter what type of creative you are, 
you may hit that point in your life where you can't come up with content to create. And I don't think there's any shame in taking a break to breathe, giving your mind time to get back together and, you know, taking time to find something to inspire content. That's what I used to do a lot before the podcasting. Now, when it comes to podcasting, especially because I podcast every day, when I hit creator's block, which does happen, I take it upon myself to go get inspired. If that means stepping out for the day, stepping out for the day. If that means watching another podcast, that means watching another podcast. One thing I do, and I always talk about this too, I'm like, if I'm on the internet, And I see something, I see a discussion, I see something that I don't necessarily agree with or I have a different perspective, I'll write it down and I'm like, let me podcast about it. What the average person likes to do is they like to go back and forth in comment sections and on people's posts voicing their opinions. By God's grace, I have this beautiful platform that I've created that I can express how I feel without getting into it with anybody. So I just come to to my damn camera and microphone and talk my shit. I think for me, I'm just constantly finding things that will inspire something within me. And it'll be like the most random thing or the most basic thing that will have me thinking. Like lace wigs. I just put that in the bowl. You know what I'm saying? Just anything. I think also for me is like just being true to me. Like I speak a lot about my personal experiences because I can speak about those. I don't ever try to come across as super motivational or super intellectual. A lot of people will say things like, oh, you should be a motivational speaker. Like my goal in life is not to motivate. My goal in life is just to share my experiences, as I always tell you guys, with hopes that y'all can understand that we're all going through the same things in life. No one has it easier than anyone else, you know, relatively speaking. And like, this is how I'm getting through it. And I hope it helps you guys, but not in a sense of trying to motivate. I speak from the heart. I speak real shit, shit that I can relate to. If you can't relate to it, that's unfortunate for you. You know what I'm saying? But I make sure that I create content that I like, that I can continuously do. And so I think that that's a big thing that creators should remember. Always create with your heart and with intention and just stay, tr- just stay true to you. You don't have to talk about something or do something that's a hot topic. Like there are a lot of creators online trying to replicate the trendiest reel, trying to do this, trying to do that. You ain't got to do that if you don't want to do that. Do whatever you can do and do whatever feels natural to you. Do whatever feels right to you because by all means, it's going to attract somebody. And if it doesn't, the thing about being a creative is we're not fucking robots. So we shouldn't feel like we have to cater to people. Y'all see how early I opened up and I was like, I ain't like hot shit. It's okay that I ain't like hot shit because hot shit wasn't made for me. Hot shit was made by the creator for the creator. And whoever likes it, likes it. And That's just how I look at my art. So anyways, in dealing with creator's block, I'm just constantly looking for things that will inspire me. And those things are pieces of my life, things that resonated with me, things that I had disagreements with, just any disagreements, disagreements with anything that um, triggered something within me, a feeling within me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk about it. And then there are some days where I get on here and I'm not feeling it and I let it all out like a verbal diary or journal, whatever. I hope it never makes y'all be in a bad mood or puts y'all in a bad mood or a sad mood or makes y'all feel like y'all are being trauma dumped on. But at the end of the day, I'm always speak about how I'm feeling and what's right with me. And I think that that is how I've been able to get over creative's block. Creator's block is just staying true to my life and me and speaking about how the fuck I feel shit. Sometimes I get on here and I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. I'm not really feeling it. I'm just honest with the shit. I'm having fun with this shit. And the way I make sure I continue to have fun is I do what I want to do on this fucking podcast. Fuck everybody else. I appreciate the generous, sweet, nice, heartfelt things that y'all say. But there are some episodes that got like two views. Am I going to cry about it? No, bitch. I'm going to keep it motherfucking pushing the moving because I wanted to drop that and I'm going to drop that. And hey, what's done is done. Okay. So that's how I get over creators block. I want to know how y'all get over creators block because there ain't one way to this shit.
Um, I was recently before I sat down, I was thinking about uh, the episode that I did with Rhina and she was talking about when she hits a, when she was younger, when things would bother her, she would physically brush them off. I had never heard of that. Um, So I love that she shared that because that gives you guys and anyone that is listening Another idea of how to cope with things. We're all dealing with things in a different way, in a different manner. And so I think it's beautiful that there is this platform that allows us to hear different perspectives, hear different thoughts, hear people are handling things. And again, hear how they handle things to see if maybe that will help you. And if not, oh, well, so be it. This is my show. And I always say shit like that, too. I'm like, this is my show. I'm very adamant about letting the motherfuckers know. I do what the motherfuck I want to do. Why the fuck did I say with the motherfuck? Girl, the curse words be coming out. And that too. I'm going to cuss how I want to cuss whenever I want to cuss. If I feel like cussing, then may God be with those that have a problem with it. And I pray that he redirects them to another motherfucking podcast because mm-mm. I shouldn't have said motherfucking in the bowl. I wasn't really praying. It is what it is. God knows my heart. I always say that too. Back in the bowl. Back in the bowl. This is going to be the last one. Then we're going to get into an advice comment submission. Then we're going to end the show. Ooh, I pulled out interracial dating on Sunday. I was on Instagram live and somebody had hopped on. I was giving live advice. So y'all don't forget every Sunday I hop on live 9 p.m. Eastern time and you can hop on there. And if you need advice, you can ask me straight up to my face. We can get to talking that way. Anyway, somebody hopped on and they asked, like, do I feel like you're a coon if you date outside of your race as a black person? I personally don't think you a coon. I don't really use that terminology. I don't label anybody as a coon. But I think the only time that coon is fitting is if as a black person, you are fucking with white people or any race that shits on black people. And if you yourself as a black person shit on black people, you know, but love is love. Love who you want. I personally am attracted to my race. I love black women. Black on black is what I go for. But if that's not what you like or if you have other preferences, by all means, go for it. That's another thing, too. I think it's a little off if, as a black person, you don't like black people. Like, how you don't like your own race? Am I going to call you a coon? No, but that ain't going to be... Obviously, that ain't going to be somebody that I date with or kick it around or fuck with. That's not... You know, I don't really care what other people do with their relationships. Me, I'm with a beautiful black woman, and I will always be with a beautiful black woman. But, no, interracial dating doesn't make you a motherfucking um, a coon. Like, I support black on black. I want to create black. I always promote creating more blacks, but... I have mixed friends and they're not any less black because they're mixed. Like you being black is enough to create more black. Like black is beautiful. You're beautiful on your own. Go love. You want to love. Love is beautiful. Again, as long as you ain't shitting on your own race or any race, really, as long as you're not shitting on any race or being fucked up, then do what the fuck you want to do in your love life. I don't give a fuck. And if your friends got some shit to say about it, she had mentioned that her friends had some shit to say about it. They can go date whoever they want to go date. Date more black people. Date whatever race they want to date. It don't matter. You got to date for yourself. She has said something along the lines of like, well, you know, I feel like going where you're loved. And so I had said I didn't really like that language because I thought it like, to me, it felt like it was um, insinuating that there isn't any love in black. But the re- you mean, as she had broken down too, and I, as I was speaking, I understood that at the end of the day, if you talking to a white person and that's where you feel the most love go get the love like whatever whatever i don't care just don't shit on black people if you a black person because then you confused you know but 
I have no problem with interracial love. One of my very close friends is a product of it, and she wouldn't be here if interracial love wasn't a thing. Okay. That concludes word association. What y'all think about everything that I have said? I hope y'all are commenting down below in the comment section. Shout out to everybody that has been commenting down below in the comment section. Um, we're getting into the Dear Constance segment. This is a segment where I give you guys advice on whatever you need advice on. I don't care what it is that you need advice on. It doesn't always have to be relationship advice. It can be whatever the fuck it is. We having a hard time making a decision, whatever, tapping. You could be a girl, you could be a guy, you could be black, you could be white. I don't give a fuck, okay? If you want some advice, call me, 210-587-3186. You leave a voicemail. I play the voicemail here on the podcast, and I give you advice that way. You can also click the link down below in the description box. Or click on my Instagram bio. Click on the link in my Instagram bio at Constance the Pod. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission. All submissions are anonymous unless you say your name. I won't know who leaves them, okay? Um, you guys can also DM me on Instagram if you would like to leave me an advice column submission that way at Constance the Pod. Now, let's get into the advice column submission. Today's submission reads, Dear Constance, if I am hoping a woman will sleep over after a date, should I ask her in advance? I have gone on a few dates with a girl. We have another date coming up, and I'm hoping that she might want to sleep over at my apartment at the end of the date. She came to my apartment at the end of our last date, but we did not have sex. We cuddled a bit while watching a movie, and then I drove her home. Should I just ask her ahead of time if she would want to sleep over, or is this something that more just happens in the moment? I don't want her to be thinking about sex. Excuse me. I don't want her to be thinking that sex is expected at the end of the date or something, but I would think she would want to know ahead of time if I was going to sleep over someone's place I wouldn't want it to be a last minute thing but I don't want her to feel pressured either I feel like you should just go on about the date don't say anything about her spending the night when if she if she decides to come over after the date while y'all are kicking it if y'all are cuddling or as she's ready to leave you can suggest hey you're you know you're welcome to spend the night if you want I wouldn't say before the date because that just I don't know it depends on where y'all are in the relationship. But just after just a few dates, I feel like it's better to just say it in the midst of it happening. I feel like spending the night is one of those things that just happens. So I wouldn't try to plan for it. It sounds like kind of like planning sex. And I know sex is in your attention. I'm just saying. I think it's more natural and just better for you to just wait until the end. I mean, if y'all talk a lot and, you know, she knows that you're not like pressed for sex, then you could ask ahead of time. Or suggest, I just know, mm -mm. yeah, listen to me and let the night go on. If she comes over before she leaves, you know, you can suggest, hey, you're welcome to spend the night if you would like, no pressure. And then give leave it up to her to decide. That's what I would do. Yes. What was the initial question? So should I ask her in advance? Yeah, you don't got to ask her in advance. You don't got to ask her in advance because she'll spend the night. If she decides to spend the night and then just wake up and go home in the morning, like she ain't going to be talking to you with stank breath and it's okay. It's better off that she just goes home. It's okay. And then, yeah, just leave it at that and then allow, just allow it to unfold on its own. But you can ask when she's there and it's like time already and she's already in your room or your bed or whatever it is. Okay. So that's my advice. If you guys have advice for this person, leave a comment down below in the comment section if my advice didn't suffice. And um, we ended the show. Happy fucking July 1st, you guys. I hope you have a blessed and beautiful month. Do not forget 
that after this show, I really would love it if you guys could leave me a review and a rating. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, search for Constance the Pot Podcast, and leave me a review and a rating, okay? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. They finally unblocked me on TikTok. Woo, woo, toot, toot. We'll see how long I can go before I get blocked again. Um, what else do I need you guys to do? I don't know, y'all. Everything's in the, in the description box below. Screenshot this. Post it on your Instagram story. Let me know you made it this far. Don't forget, if you want to see what I did in the month of June, subscribe to my personal YouTube channel, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. And there you can watch my month vlog of June and all of my past month vlogs before that. Okay? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Follow my personal pages if you want to keep up with me. Outside of this podcast, follow me on Instagram at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. You can also follow my personal um, Twitter and everything else, okay? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to see the video of the nigga in the wheelchair fucking a girl, I'll retweet it and it'll be on my Twitter at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys and I will see you in tomorrow's show. Peace.